What's up, party people, and welcome to a special edition of a dual podcast. I have my boy Danny here, aka Tubble Wubs, and this is the Runner Under the Influence slash Tubble Wubs podcast on a special, special day. Say what's up, Danny. Hey, what's up, guys? Hope everybody's feeling good. Yeah, we are here in the beautiful Key West. Just munched on some delicious food. And Kim's Cuban. Kim's Cuban with a K. <laughs> just in case anybody's asking. Um, so, yeah, man. Uh, just a little recap about uh, mine and Danny's history. Uh, we've probably known each other how long? About, I want to I say about maybe like 20 years. It's been, uh, it, it's we've been a while. We've known each other for a long time yeah. since we were kids. We grew up in the same neighborhood. Mango Hill. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> That's my kind of high, Leah. Yeah. So, we've known each other for a pretty long ass time. Yeah, so. Google it. Google it. Google Mango Hill Hialeah and you'll see exactly where we grew up. Google. Do it. Do it. Google. Do it. Um, so, yeah, man. It's been a long time coming. I think the last time we talked to each other was, what, maybe, uh, I don't know, like four I'm years, I want to say? Nah, maybe, uh, man, give or take. I, when was... You came by my crib one time. Yeah, when was Sports Authority? <laughs> Damn, I'm going to say at least two, yeah, about two, three years, man. Yeah right. That's yeah, yeah okay. bro. Because I wasn't. I don't think I was even working for Sharon Williams at the time. I think at that time I w- I had my I had my CrossFit box. Uh yeah, I think so. I yeah, think I think that's all I was doing. Yeah, I think so. I have that. I have that. I have long hair. Uh, a little bit. Yeah, you had it. was like that curly was, long. Oh, hair okay. Yeah, no, yeah. that was definitely like bro. Like probably three. Like about, four years. About right? four years. Yeah, I think. I, like I want to say four years to be safe, but I'm honestly gonna say three and a half because that's about the time that, um, my, if my hair was long and curly, then yeah, probably that's what I was like probably a year into growing it's so about three years nice nice and uh family's good everybody's good everybody's chilling man uh family's family man uh just everybody's back in back home in miami um obviously i live here in key west so i mean you're here now yeah nice um and and and, and danny's married now yeah. mr grown up now yeah definitely man uh got, got with my wife uh we i think i saw her i saw it on, on snapchat and i was like oh man she's single <laughs> at that time i was single and then, and then I, I saw on snapchat i was like oh yeah and then just from there and then i want to say maybe i think within like the first two months i was already like yeah this is the one yeah, you know you yeah, know when, when, you know when you know yeah that's yeah. Like when they say that that whole that whole or, ordeal you know and then about six months later in oh that's a podcast fail give me a second <laughs> Nah, we're good we're gonna keep it going yeah we're gonna keep it going sorry about that guys um yeah, my phone's always on vibrate. It's never on. So I mean, yeah, I'm single as a mingle, so my phone's on loud. I need to know. I need to know when people text me. <laughs> yeah. So like six months down the road, um, that's when the the Frost Science Museum. I think I don't know if it just opened up or was opening up, and they had like some of their attractions stuff like that. And we we were on we were on a cruise, and I went to the I went to the parents, and I was just like, hey, uh, by the way, her parents speak no English, just pure Spanish. Pure Spanish. They're like my parents. Yeah, but, see, but <laughs> remember me? I couldn't speak Spanish back when I was a kid. I, well, I remember it was like broken Spanish. Yeah, no, I'm a, lo- I'm a lot better at it now. I'm one of the translators at my job. Nice. nice. But um, lo- long story short, um, I asked them, hey, uh, you know, can I marry your daughter? And they're just like, yeah. The father almost cried. Well, they were like C. Yeah, they were like <laughs> C. Yeah. But um, with, with that being said, um, I think the very I think the moment we got off the boat, I went to K Jewelers. I found the, the the ring, and it was like one that I've never seen before. So I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Put it on layaway, baby. Not even on layaway, bro. I Cash f- money? Fucking credit. 
Nice. I got that bomb ass credit. That's, you know, that's how you know. That's how you know when it's real and she's the one when you're willing to get into debt over a ring. <laughs> well, I mean, I paid I paid it off pretty quick, and then when I got the the wedding band, it put me back into into, into okay. credit debt. But I, I mean, other than that, it was like six months down the road that we were dating, and I, I proposed. Obviously, she said yes, and then about a year later, um, actually a couple months after that, we came to Key West, and then back now June of this year, 2018, we got married. Nice. Uh. Ooh, uh, I'm guessing all your parents, everybody came over, had a nice little wedding ceremony. Uh, Friends and family, intimate, like, like actual, like the wedding. Yeah, um, the wedding consisted of more of fam- immediate family, and then like people from CrossFit and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, and then people from like CrossFit stuff like that. Um, I try to invite as many people as I can that like not only that that I knew, but obviously she knew as well. Um, and then pretty much from there we just went off. I mean, you know, you can rent people now too, right? come to your wedding to just be a filler <laughs> just in case you know i mean for that you just do a shotgun wedding yeah well uh, uh, if you guys were interested in knowing i am i think i am at the point where i might be that uh single uncle that travels the world and comes by with like pretty gifts and shit because to this point uh i am i don't think i've actually found anybody that's actually significant enough to uh, uh, come back and make a memory like a instill memory that's you know that'll keep me going or the one that i lost i but mean i mean dude you're, you're i'm still young yeah too. you're what 25 yes i mean that's yes. when i found that's when i found my girl okay so i still have a shot you know, i mean we went, we went to high school together we only had one class but i mean at the end of the day you can't i mean bro you're gonna find somebody there's i tell everybody there's always someone out there for everybody as long as hopefully she's a runner, uh, hopefully she's a runner. <laughs> that'll be great i mean that, that probably would i'm sure i, I promise or maybe you. maybe the polar opposite maybe I, I, the I, fact that she doesn't run and really balance me out i mean yeah it, you know, it, who knows? It, it all depends on what on what um you know whatever tickles your pickle you know um True. to to be honest as far as that goes you'd be surprised um a lot of people will find what you spring closer you get as close as you want to i got like 60 of these Oh, that's fine. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't want this thing that close to my mouth. <laughs> it's not intimate, but it's I just like, like it's just here. You know, it's like it's like if you're ki- like you're teasing her, you're not kissing yet, but you're like, oh my god, I'm this close. Welcome to the Run Under the Influence podcast. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're gonna get your daily dose of running, of running, and fitness, and fitness. Nah, but you, 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 man, at the end of the day, there's someone out there for everybody. Just gotta make yourself available, and trust me, there's somebody out there who fucking loves what you're doing. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure. You know, it's just I. I don't know. I feel like uh, at least being a godparent and having my nephew from my sister and all. Like you know, it kind of not that you get baby fever or that I would get baby fever and none of that. But it kind of makes you want to. Um, like for a long time, I was actually searching. Like I was always searching for somebody in order to make me feel not lost. But I think um, that's what running or that's what running kind of did for me. Like it kind of filled in the gaps in that sense where I was able to um, really take a step back and like look at myself. And just be completely happy with like it's the first time I felt yeah it made you it, sorry, <laughs> yeah it made you re imagine you it made you reevaluate everything yeah and and there's and nothing not rush it there's nothing wrong with that I mean trust me man you don't want to rush anything that's how a lot of things fail exactly. um but my, my wife my wife says it all the time for for people you know it, you can't expect anybody to find you if you can't even find yourself there you go you know that's very um, true you, you, it's like the same thing as like you can't expect them to you can't expect somebody to love you if you don't love yourself yeah you know. Yeah. Very true. Very true. So uh, that's up with that. Um, uh, so yeah, man, what uh, what are you doing now, man? Uh, I do CrossFit. I've been doing that for the past six years. Nice. Yeah, you're. Well, I I told him he was big before we went to get some lunch. Before we sat down and recorded this podcast, told me he was big. He was like, Nah, man, I'm not that big. Because you haven't seen me forever. Well, compared to me and compared to the last time I saw you, you're big, dude. Oh, thank you. Appreciate you're it. Big. 
My wife says I have body dysmorphia. Why did it change every time you go and turn the mic? It's just where you're talking to it. Huh? Yeah, it's just where you're talking to it, I guess. Yeah, because look, I, I haven't noticed. You hear it, it's very quiet. Oh, right? shit, that's true. And then you turn it over, and it's so much clearer. That's very true. That's so weird. I like the clear part. I had no idea about that. I gotta check out my mic when I do that. But, um, you know, what's up with you? Uh, not much, man. Running, basically. I'm fucking sweaty. Yeah, running, man. I found running uh, sometime in uh, November. Yeah, November of last year. And it was kind of, mind you, I think for me, the main thing was I wanted to quit cigarettes. Because I was on a, like a pack, a pack and a half a day. Jesus. Type of, yeah, cigarette smoking where it was like, um, it basically in between everything, I wanted to smoke a cigarette. So it was always my in between time. And I think I have some kind of anxiety where I always have to be doing something with my hands or fidgeting or doing some type of movement. And I think a cigarette was an easy way out for me to just light up and, and have something to do while I was passing by time. But, um. Once I found running, like uh, I started watching a few documentaries and just uh, going out there because I, I honestly I was like uh, I was probably like 195 pounds at the time and I was like I need to do something and I didn't want to go to the gym just to be first of all I didn't want to pay for an expensive membership and then um, I that signed happens. up for Planet Fitness because they had a one dollar uh, down ten dollars a month but I got the black part just the black membership just so I yeah. can use their all their amenities and shit. But um, I started going to that and then I started running on the treadmill and I found that I can go on a treadmill for like an hour, hour 15. No, like I would literally um, focus on the TV or a movie and I would sit through the entire movie through its, from, from beginning to end and I would still be running on the treadmill. So I decided to just jump into running as um, like outside on the road, which was tough at first. Like treadmill running and road running are two completely different oh, things. Definitely. If you think you can, if like if you run good on the treadmill now and you think you can transition into the. Are you trying to find the <laughs> one? I'm trying to find the sweet spot. Actually, you're trying to lick a lollipop. <laughs> uh, snow cone just nuke. Um, so, yeah, it was more like. Uh, so in that transition from treadmill to road, I just started falling in love with the uh, just pushing myself. And actually finding out what I was capable of out there and uh, just finding out that I was actually pretty good at it. And once I, I noticed that I was pretty good and, and that I can actually do this, I just fell head over heels, man. It's literally the first time I, I, I jumped into it and then started running from there. And then I did my first race, started training in November and then my first race January uh, 28th of this year. And, uh, which was the Miami half marathon. Then I did the, um, three Oh five, five K. Then I did the Key Biscayne half marathon in April. And then now basically just, uh, July I started training for the, uh, why I'm here in Key West now, the, uh, uh, southernmost half marathon, which takes place tomorrow at 5 45 AM. So how do you, how, I mean, how did, how do you find out? I'm going to find the clear spot there. there. Oh, there it is. Oh, so crisp. <laughs> hear, the, hear those pieces. There it is. Sorry guys. Oh, it actually sounds. Sorry guys, we're just having fun with this. Hold on. I I, I think I found the balance right here. That's perfect. Yeah. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah, it is. And that okay. not, it sounds very. That's good. what she said. Sorry guys, we're just uh. We're, we're just we're figuring out the kinks. This. We're figuring um, out the kinks. So, the question I have is, how do you find out you're good at running? Because, to be honest, I mean, me that that I, you know, for, for people who don't know what CrossFit is, I'm sure you probably heard about it. You probably think it's a cult. I can promise you, it's not. Um, it usually happens just like. Any other thing that you do when you first start something, you want to tell everybody about it. Why? Because you're so stoked and excited yeah. that you did it, you know, and, and that you're doing it. So you want people to know. And there's nothing wrong with that because you're trying to see if, you know, is this something that you can get your other friends involved in? And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, if, if you love what you're doing, share it with fucking everybody. Sorry, can I curse anybody? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it's share, explicit share, content. You know, <laughs> share it with everybody because, you, because like, fuck them, you know someone's gonna be like damn you know what that sounds pretty cool you know i want to join you 
and before you know it, you have yourself a little crew going but crossfit's pretty much um it, it's it's functional movements performed at high intensity um across broad times and model domains things like that it's it's constantly varied functional movements um so there's like weightlifting, there's like snatches, power cleans, there's rowing involved, there's running and things like that. And I ran on a couple of different, you know, different pavements. I guess you can say I ran on dirt before. I've ran on the road. Yeah. I've done the treadmill, and I don't know if you ever ran on a true form. Uh, like the the all terrain treadmills that basically you run at your own pace. You it pretty much picks up with your momentum. Okay, yeah. The yeah. ones that like are yeah, kind of curved. curved. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Ran on them. I love those things. I, I know them as as true forms now. They have different things for them now. But um. Like example, I rather run. I rather run on the road, than run on the fucking true form. That's just tough. Fuck that. That's just tough, bro. I have ran miles on it. I've done like with, with some of my other crossfit buddies. I've done speed like, intervals and like, stuff like not that. Not even speed intervals. Like I've done like ten second sprints. I've oh, done, VO2 max sprints. I've done yeah. some like you know running hundred meters and then you know it's a train and you go out and then everybody goes one after another until you finish a total of like what like like 5,000 or whatever, 5,000 meters or whatever. Yeah. And bro, to be honest, I don't, I don't know how you get good at running because that's probably my fucking scooters. Okay. And, and well, for, uh, running, and, at least uh, running for me, it's, it's for, for me, for me running is, it's hard. Like I don't, I don't find one. It, it's, it's, it's just tiring for me. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> it's okay, bro. Swallow. <coughs> <coughs> um, <coughs> I don't know if you remember, but when we used to play uh, manhunt and everything outside the block, oh I, I used God. to pride myself in being the fastest kid on the block, yeah. man. Remember? Yeah. I used to just run up and down, being the fastest kid on there, and um, they didn't even bother trying to tag you. Uh, yeah, exactly. And then I, I it kind of transitioned there. I think in Palm Springs, if you look at it, I think my mile record still holds. So it was five minutes fifty-five seconds for the mile yeah, when I was in seventh grade. Twelve-year-old. Uh, yeah, and then um, so I I, I kind of fell. I I was kind of always good at it. I guess I guess like you know I used to complain about my height in a certain sense. Like my dad used to six six. He's a tree. My mom's five three. So I got right in the middle. But I yeah. think now, like looking back into it, when I first like how tall are you? Five eleven. So in getting like finding that, I, th I like I think my body just it, it found the perfect size in order for to facilitate better running, like more efficient running. And I think that's how I started noticing I was good. One that I remembered that I was good at it back then, but that's sprints. You're talking a mile. You're talking. Um, I could run a mile now, probably five thirty, five twenty-five, like you know. But um, sustaining that for thirteen point one miles would be fucking torturous, and I would die out the first probably the first five k. I'd be gasping for fucking all the air in the world. But um, gradually, I, for me, man, being that, you know, I kind of dropped out of it in high school. I didn't, besides the wrestling little stint and then girlfriends on and off and just fucking high school mumbo jumbo, you kind of lose it and you kind of not stick with it. But um, when I needed something to find and when I was, felt like I was just lost, I, running was there. And being that it came back to me, I just facilitated. I knew it was going to be tough at first, being especially that I was heavier, talking 190, 195 pounds heavier. And where, and where you're at now? 170. Damn, that's what I'm wearing. Yeah. I'm at 170 right now. I'm a, but your muscle. I'm 170 and I'm just like uh, my sky, sky body, muscle, like bro. my body mass index. Like, I don't know. It's probably like 19, 18%. Do you use a scale to like measure all that stuff? Uh, like actual like, no, like measurements? No, like a weight scale, whatever. That, oh, that, I'll weigh that, myself every now and then. That does like the, the static. Oh, I use, no, I use uh, like calculators online and stuff. Like oh. just give you. <laughs> nah, I'm too lazy to do the math. I got a, I got one of those like um off of Amazon. I think it's called the Repno, whatever it's called. And it works? 
I mean, I, you able to measure it? I mean, it, it it pretty much. I guess I don't know how it does it, but like it, it calculates your weight, how much water, how much water percentage you're carrying. Okay. Um, body well, that's, mass. That's index, awesome. That water thing stuff. would be awesome. Cause I know, like, the thing with me is I, I'll probably go to bed like 174, and then I wake up 167, 168. Cause that water weight, I, I retain water like a are monster. Are you fucking? Are you sweating in your sleep, guy? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I sweat in my sleep pretty much. I'm basically damn. always burning through shit, man. Literally. Nah, I understand that, but damn, day in and dude. day out, like I'll go to I'll go to sleep 174, 175, and then I will wake up 160 something. It's it's crazy, you know. I don't know. It's just my body works in weird ways. Do you implement any type of like strength training into your? Yes, yes, I do. So I hit the gym probably two to three times a week. I'll work uh, mostly like bottom half and all like cardiovascular. So I don't work chest much. Um, I do work shoulders and arms just so they facilitate my running form, uh, core and lower back. And then glutes, hamstrings, calves. Um, I strengthen my ankles like a beast. And um, it's just to f- everything, again, is basically to facilitate my running. To basically just get it at the, at its peak. Um, just muscles and everything at its peak thing. Like, I, I always think back to it. I always, like, I catch myself being upset that I, I am not, like, sometimes when I don't hit the paces I want to hit or I'm having uh, a bad I, running I, day. I know exactly how that feels, man. I get upset. But then I remember that I'm only in it a year only one year that or not even i'm getting to a year now and i'm only going to keep growing like 2019 is my marathon year so it's the it's the it's the year where i try to bump up my distance from half marathons to full marathons and then uh from then on like i literally I've, I, like just recently i fell in love with trail running and i'm talking like 100 mile races uh 50 mile races 50 k's like i, I started watching. you don't you don't do any like obstacle courses or anything like that i actually uh it's funny that you say that um august 27th no not 27th august out of this year yeah this year uh, august uh something i did a a titan run um a titan run obstacle course in in plant city in tampa how was that it was intense man it was intense i did it i did it so some of the elite athletes like the fastest elite athlete like time chip course he did it in um i think it was like 39 minutes or something like that the whole it was like a 5k course so it's uh 3.1 miles and it's obstacles throughout the whole thing and how do you feel about like people with um i guess you could say crossfitters i mean a lot i don't know i'm noticing now a lot of crossfitters are like starting to do these marathon runs i'm talking about some of the bigger guys like example like people like matt frazier people like book and obstacle um, courses or marathon runs not just obstacle courses but also doing some of them some of them longer runs. distance running that's yeah. crazy that's crazy like, like example um well, uh, the the CrossFit I used to go to Caution CrossFit. Um, they 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 had a team that did uh, what's it called, Ragnar? Ragnar? Is something like that? But it was a like a running team. Yeah, no, it's 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 like a baton type thing, like a relay. Okay, so it's okay, okay, yeah. But I mean, it's each person's racing like each, yeah, each certain distance. You got like each 10 person's K's. like probably like running like ten miles, thirteen miles. Or but they wanted me to do. One of the guys wanted me to do. Is like, yeah, you want to run thirteen miles? I was like, no, 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 I don't oh. want to run. A Are you mile. sure it's not a? You sure it's not a, a half marathon relay? Yeah, something like that, dude. I, I, I can't. Cause I they can't. have those in Key West too, like um um uh. Uh, multi-race that's uh, i think the the people that are sponsoring this race they do that everywhere so they do triathlons and all that and they'll have relay um half marathons so everybody will run a chunk of yeah. the 13.1 miles so if you split it up in between three people you're talking um four eight twelve four and a half miles each more or less you know and I at the fastest pace you can ultimately because you want to win everybody so yeah and how do you how do you feel about that like do you go with an intent of like winning or i i go with an intent of uh faint or finish so i either literally want to cross that finish line at my i i want to leave it all out there like if i'm gasping for air at the end like you know like if i know like then i i feel good with my run i have a time in my head 
but at this point like the day before i really don't mention it much um because i don't want to psych myself up or anything i know what i can run and i know that i'm capable of it so in my head i just uh i have a i have a set time for what i'm going to do but i'm 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 well on it. Like, I'm well working for it, so. Sorry, guys. If you hear that little flappy noise, that's me drying up the sweat. <laughs> I sweat like a beast. Um, yeah, because I, I know for a fact that um, the mentality set and, like, the way you push yourself is different than the way I push myself. And one thing that my wife gets mad at when she watches me work out is that she says that I kind of blow my wad. Are you violent? Huh? Are you violent? What are, you, what are your thoughts while you're lifting up those heavy shits? Is it murder and rape and pillaging and... <sighs> <laughs> I don't want. I don't want. I don't want you to rape. No, I don't mean. Like, I mean like. I mean on. like killing rapists. No. Or like killing me, somebody that's endangering your. Like, honestly, I can't tell you what's going through my head. Honestly, what's going through my head is just like, it's numbers. Okay. So, like example. Like lifting numbers. No, like rep numbers. Okay. 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 I, I understand. have a very bad tendency because I've seen it in my videos before and I've been called out on it, and it's made it look like I was cheating, but. I suck at counting my own reps. I would prefer somebody sit next to me and count every single one of my reps. Yeah. You have and, a clicker. And tell me that like, hey, you missed the fucking rep. And I'd be like, you missed like 10 reps. I'm like, oh shit. I'd rather do that because not only am I counting my reps, I'm also trying not to die. But like example, um, I'm signed up for this, comp- this online competition called Wadapalooza. Okay. Now, give a quick long story show about competition and CrossFit people. Um, there's different levels. There's scaled. There's sometimes intermediate. Then there's RX and elite. Elite are like like the master class for bro, running. Basically, people who are going to the CrossFit Games, Baba. People, yeah, who, are, people who are going to like make a living off of CrossFit. Basically, yeah, I can't even say make a living off of CrossFit sponsors, but like their sponsorships and stuff like that, okay. and winning competitions, whatever the case may be. Nice. All right. Um, RX is a little bit below elite. I used to be an RX athlete, and then intermediate is um like novices. Like anybody. I get, like if you look at video game, there's beginner. Then there's easy, normal, hard, and expert. Yeah. Okay. So intermediate's like normal. Okay. And that's what that's like that's the 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 what's the, what I'm looking for. That's the level I signed up for for this workout. I mean for this competition. And I'm kind of mad about it because it's it's been a while since I've competed. I think the last competition I ever did was probably the CrossFit Open back in what what year is it? Back in 2017. Last year. No, as a matter of fact, no, I did a team competition. We called, we called the team uh, Plantano, Plantano, Plantano Maduro. Nice. Yeah. Tell my Dominicans out there, Plantano. Two, two, two <laughs> of my, uh, my teammates, they came up with it, and, and we decided that we, we just went with it like that. Nice. That was the last time I competed. And then when I signed up for Waterpalooza last year, I moved down here to Key West. Now, I feel bad because since I took six months off, I'm obviously not back to what I used to be. A lot of my numbers have gone down, but that's because my muscle memory isn't backed up yet. Yeah. You know, um, being an adult and having a fucking nine to five job, it's hard keeping up that that training cycle. Yeah. You know, I used to be in the gym three, four hours a day, taking it down to two, sometimes one hours a day. Yeah. You know, one or two. If hours you a could, day. if if, if your no, day, like, I I make I make it to a point that I have to go to CrossFit. Okay. I feel like if I don't. It's go like to, me and running. If I, I feel like if I don't go to CrossFit, I'm gonna lose my shit. Yeah, I, I feel the same way. When I don't put in a run, I literally I, I'll I'll start. So, I think I break into hives. <laughs> i think i'm breaking so the hives, to be honest. so the so like the first workout for this Wadapalooza thing I, I i chose intermediate so the weights are just a little bit lower but like prime example oh, my phone's going off let me make sure it's not my wife oh no it's not why baby no it's not um so the workout is 150 double unders that means every time the rope 
passes under your feet, the jump rope passes yeah. under your feet, goes twice. So, da 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 da. Yeah. Yeah. So, you go da da, and that's one. That's one double under. You gotta do 150 of those consecutively. I, well, I mean, if you can. Obviously, if you break, you break. <laughs> but you do 150 double unders, then 60 wall balls, where you're gonna grab a. Throw it against the wall? Not necessarily that. Um, so, there's a 10 foot target. Okay. You squat down. And you toss it up. Launch up. Ten foot, yeah. Momentum, ten foot, basically, your whole. That 10-foot target comes back down, full squat back down. Catch it? it? Back up. You catch it? Yes. Oh, shit. It's How many of those? 50? 60. 60. But you transition in between. You go from 150 double-unders to 60 wall balls. And then you do 30 chest-to-bar pull-ups, which means the bar has to hit your chest. Yeah, those. Whatever. I guess you can guys can call it. You know, flippy floppy, you know, dolphin pull ups, whatever. But the ones you see, it. basically, the ones that, that if the you ones see, that yeah. people make fun of. Okay. okay. Um, thirty of those, and then a hundred and fifty more double unders right after. Nice. So you could do all four of those things. You have to do it in twelve minutes, as fast as you can go. What if you don't do it in those twelve minutes? You do as many as you can in those twelve. Nah, minutes. Obviously, you go as you go as many reps as you can. Yeah. You know, but like you know, the main goal is to obviously have a fast time getting it done okay like example one of the coaches that's how the competition is is set okay okay so right example, now i get it so like example if there's five people someone does it in three minutes someone does it in four minutes someone does it in five minutes is your first second and third right there okay so like that's pretty much how that goes nice. so what goes to like example so like when i'm doing wall balls i'm thinking one two yeah staying with your breath three. but then as i'm trying to breathe and keep myself going i might see three Three. Three, <laughs> three, seven, six. Yeah, and you. then I'm just like, fuck, where was I at? I so most of the time, like you'll see, you'll see me with a board. Oh, so you can you know, scratch and, I, and like numbers. Yeah. And then whenever I take a breather, I'll scratch. Them Obviously, out. when you're doing team uh, events, it's easier. It's a, it's a because they can count out loud, yeah. right? Yeah, they'll count yeah, out loud. Motivate you. Yeah, they'll count out loud. Five like, more, yeah, four more, exactly. three more. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, but oh. to be honest, I'm not a fan of team stuff. Yeah. Uh, well, th- th- to be honest with you, now you're talking about it. This is a runner's best friend, the running watch. Because okay. where you're doing intervals, you're doing tempo runs, and you have your breaks in between, like, uh, you'll have, like, 30-something splits every now and then, especially with hill sprints. So if you're doing 20, like, 12 cycles of hill sprints, you're doing a sprint, a minute sprint up a hill, and you're doing... Uh, like you're jogging back so if you're doing 12 that's 24 splits you have to do if i were to count that in my head i'd go crazy that's what, that's what i'm trying to get i mean i'm trying to get one of those like garmin watches yeah that's well that's what i got now it's the vivo active one i actually have the garmin 235 coming in the mail i wanted to get it now but the shipping like i wasn't gonna pay fucking 30 dollars for express shipping oh, so fuck that yeah fuck that i mean down here everything is amazon so yeah uh, i'm trying to get that i got i got the galaxy s8 or 9 whichever one that is i don't i don't know nice. what the fuck that i got is. the new xs so i'm not complaining though Sprint, Sprint got the hookup. Just go I, with iPhone or Android? iPhone XS. Oh, yeah, okay. the new one, the new one that just came out. No. Yeah. I, 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 I had an iPhone for a while, and then I got, I got the, the Android. You went to the Droid. I like, I like, it, I like it for a lot of things, like, like the podcast and like. Well, it does a lot, and the functionality is fucking it's great. It's like a computer. Yeah, I don't. I'm just, I'm just so used to the operating system of Apple that I, it's really like I, I'm not going to change at this point, especially but, that. Like, but I mean, I, I want, I want like one of those watches to like. Not just time myself running, but like also my swimming and things like that. Everything, everything. If you get some of the the, the like the the one I'm getting, the two thirty five is it's basically all proof. Like you can swim in that, you can do triathlons and time your bike, time your run, and time your swim all in one watch like sequence, and it's fucking fantastic. I, I'm, I'm trying to get. I'm trying to, to be honest. Um, and I spoke to one of my coaches about it, and my wife is kind of like pushing me to do it more too. Um, she wants me to. They, they want me to just like put more dedication into my training. 
yeah you know it's it's hard to put your dedication into all that training you know especially like when you're trying to start a family and paying bills and shit like that like when you're living life it's when you're trying to live just get through life i mean you know it's not easy i mean it's not easy man i mean you gotta work to keep all this stuff going yep you know you can't just stop your life and then just like well you know what i think i'm gonna just sacrifice a year of my life of not working and try to make it to the crossfit games you know but something like that for me it's a little bit harder something like you um you still gotta i'm I'm pretty sure there's still a lot of top those top runners that people look at Oh, there's there's huge runners, but it all depends on like and the th- the thing I love about running is that it, you can start. It doesn't matter. There's top runners, 20 years old, 21 years old. There's top runners at 53 years old, running 100 mile races and literally making a living off of it. And that's like end game. No shit. All like cutting all the bullshit out. Like what I want to do is ha- have a sustainable, humble living based off of running. Uh, I mean, Th- that I- is my end goal. Like that is my big picture right now and i'm literally getting by day to day but i'm taking every steps towards doing that which is why i have the podcast which is why i have the website which is why i have the blog just so um if push comes to shove and i have to fucking um just let it all like throw all my eggs in one basket like basically it's all there like it's all set up for me to do so and um but that's just where oh, i am at, you know i agree 100 100 to be honest um no, no one really does we do it for fun i got crossfit for fun i i can say that 100 i crossfit and i have fun yeah do i care to compete not really yeah however yes you correct the end game on almost anything that anybody does is to make money especially if it's a passion man you know i feel like i, I we spend mo- I, I, well not i don't want to say we i don't wanna just want to say you and me but I, I say in general i think uh millennials in general like they spend so much time trying to figure out what passion they have but the the thing that they don't do is they don't go out and try things so being that they, they don't try all the things, like uh, taste all the flavors in order for them to actually figure out which ones they like or what they actually are keen to. Because in a sense, right, let's say I wasn't good at running, but I loved running, right? That doesn't mean I have to um, shy away from that love of running. I can still run or I can still um, I can still talk about running. I can still write about running. Like uh, literally like the, I found my passion is running as in general, like the whole community um, looking at Jim Walmsley run on like whenever you have a chance, man, just Google up. Remember that name, Jim Walmsley. This dude is a beast. Like anytime I'm running a race and I feel like my form's diminishing, I'll think of Jim Walmsley and I'll just, I'll start running like him. Like his form and his cadence. He's like, he looks like a fucking beautiful gazelle just in the front of the herd. Just do, 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 Well, do, do. I, I, I think, I think that's, I'm, I'm not going to say that millennials um what was that you said about them again that they're i feel like that they they don't they don't find anything like you know most of them are getting are just dragged in they have the stereotype go to college four years get in debt what i think their problem is and unfortunately we're considered millennials because we're throwing that stupid fucking yeah 32 years old i think is a cutoff now to be honest it's not about it has nothing to do with millennials gen z or anything that's just a made-up name that society came up with. I, I completely just, agree. Just, just to justify the bullshit. That's how they categorize the age groups, though. It's, you know, like uh, like uh, baby boomers having more babies or uh, yeah, Generation X uh, not it, watching it, as much TV. Or but but it's but it's stupid because that's just a that's just a generalization that they put on themselves. It's kind of like the it's to be I don't want to be an asshole about it, but it's the same thing as race. Yeah. You know, because now you're like, oh, but that's expected from a millennial. That's the thing as people that's expected from a Cuban. No, yeah, but you know, I, from, from, I, from, I think from, it goes. I think it just goes with how you were raised as well. What I think the problem is is that millennials are afraid of what others are going to think about them. That's very true. That okay. is very true. They're very self-conscious as well, bro. Super I, self-conscious. Oh my, says, oh my god, what if what if my parents don't like it? Or, oh my god, what if what if yeah, my, but who gives what a if, fuck? What if my friend if Stacy doesn't like it? Who gives a okay. fuck? It, and, and, and and this is one thing I say is like, bro. First of all, Stacy's not paying your fucking rent. Oh, that's number one. Number two, Stacey isn't going to go through any of the shit you're going to go through. No. 
My, yes, um, um, we're apologizing to all the Stacys out there, just in case you're listening. This is just we're just Stacys. The first name that came up. Yeah, it, it, it was. I was also thinking Sabrina at one point for some reason. We're but apologizing whatever. to all the Sabrinas out there too. Any names you give out, it's no one in particular. Yeah, it's like Pepito it, or it's, Pepe. It's it's to to be honest, it's just people are afraid of what others are gonna think. To be honest, fuck what that is, you know. Um, to to be honest, on my Instagram, I do a lot. Of, I post a lot of things about logic. The only reason and Logic the rapper. Yeah. I shout out to all my rapper Logic. fans out there. Young Sinatra. Bobby Valentino. No, no. Bobby Tar- Valentino. Valentino Tarantino. No, Tarantino. Hey, Damn, yeah, it's Mr. Tarantino. Screwed up over here. Yeah, okay. the rap pack. Well, well, here's the thing, you see, um Logic, he says he says it best. He's like, you know, he's like, fuck what everybody thinks. You know, pe- there's always gonna be somebody out there who's gonna criticize your shit. Mm-hmm. I agree. Okay. Look at him. He everybody makes fun of him because oh Logic's corny as fuck and Oh, because he's a biracial. Yeah, his race. About, they talk about his race a lot. But but, but it gets old. It, it, he talks about it. It does get old. I'll give it that much. I don't mean talk. I don't mean no, him no, no, talking no, about no, it. No, he because he's addressing everybody talking about no, him. About I agree. It. But to be honest, I'm addressing the fact that Logic talks about him being biracial all the time. Yeah. And to me, it gets old because I feel like, damn, bro, like either this guy's really getting pushed about it, or you, you know what I I take from it? It's his truth. That's why he speaks about it because if he's a rapper, a true rapper, just like these these mumble rappers out there are rapping about how they're taking drugs and everything else is their truth. That's what they know. Logic's truth is he gets a lot of shit for being biracial and he's just letting you know I don't give a fuck. I'm worth fifty million dollars and I'm making my shit and he has a cult following and I mean a huge cult following. And, like and, and that's and that's what I'm trying to get at. Like and then I think to myself, I'm like, wait, why should I be getting mad? That's exactly what he's trying to say. Like yep. like someone's gonna get mad about what you do, but who cares? And to to be honest, I can, I can guarantee like Connor, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I, don't give, I don't give a fuck about nothing. I'm gonna fuck. I don't give a I don't give a, a bollocks. Uh, a bollocks. Uh, who's everyone? I don't give a fuck about anyone. <laughs> Proper whiskey. But, but fuck the Jameson but, brothers. But to be honest, it, that's that's what that's how I feel. Everybody needs to think from now on. It's just like I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say fuck everybody all the time. But I'm and I don't mean fuck everybody. I mean like you know fuck everybody thinks all the time because I said it. I said it on a podcast once where I said, um, you know, some friends are going to tell you how it is, yeah. but it's not to bring you down. Mm. It's to give you the reality. Yeah. doesn't mean anything. It's to ground you. You have, you have to learn to filter out what to take and what not to take. You know, I got friends that like, if I tell them my, my ideas, they're going to be like, hey, you know, if you want to do it, go ahead. But this is what's going to happen. Or this might happen. Yeah, or it's going to be tough. You know, but hey, you know, you want to do it, go for it. That's good. You know, there's nothing wrong with hearing that from a friend. Don't take that as a, as something negative from a friend that they're saying, oh, this guy doesn't give a shit about me. No, he he cares about you. A lot of people aren't good at taking constructive criticism either. And that's the, and there there you go. People, even millennials, suck at that. (laughs) Yeah, they do. And I, and I myself, I I put myself in that, in that, in that, in that category that I'm not, I'm good with constructive criticism. To a certain extent. But we all get defensive. I think the, the defensive, but it's acknowledging it, right? It's acknowledging it and not allowing it to affect your overall, like, mood. Like, let's say we were talking right now and you did something I didn't like, right? And if I go out and tell you, like, maybe you should do it this way or, hey, you're not hanging that painting correctly. And, you know, macho, your machismo comes out and you're like, hey, what do you mean? You don't have to tell me how to hang my thing and this and that. But it's not like I'm actually telling you. I'm just giving you advice. No, and I, and I agree. And, and I'll, I'll get mad at it. And then I'll come back, like, but honestly, like, five minutes later and be like, yeah, you're right. That painting is fucking crooked. crooked shit. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, but it's... I must have been on some sort of drug. <laughs> no, but but that but that's just this. Some people nowadays they can't they can't take that. They can't. And and to be honest, prime thing is like it has to do with a lot of like social media too. 
you know but that's why also on my social media i try to stay as positive as positive as possible with all these people i mean don't get me wrong some people want to post their their problems on social media yeah i don't see anything wrong with it i don't think anything i don't think personal problems should be posted personal problems should not be posted on social media let me tell you you can tell people you're sad you can tell people you're upset you can tell people like like hey, i'm having is, a bad day yes this is what i don't like about social media right like most of the pictures that i put out on my page i put out the picture and people just double tap it but they don't read into the caption the, yeah. my the the small amount the 25 30 people that actually read into my caption and they read have it motivational quotes inside of them yeah, and and I, I, I like I'll literally let you know, yo, I'm feeling bad. I'm feeling like I didn't wake up in the morning to go to the gym because I, I I just couldn't, and I had a rough night, and I stayed up late. Like there's truth in everything I write, and the thing is, I just transparency. That's what I mean. Like being okay with being vulnerable. I think it's is is such a fucking like powerful thing, man. Like just just knowing that whatever anybody tells you. Or whatever anybody like is trying to or somebody negative or somebody who's giving you criticism or constructive criticism whatever it is like knowing that you're okay with your own vulnerabilities in that sense it'll really help transition like um being better at that um receiving constructive criticism because of the fact that you're more open to it and you're it's just it's just help man it's knowledge that's how i think about it. it's the reason why i read books on a, like almost uh, anytime i have the opportunity to read a book I fucking read a book and uh, even if it's you, a topic do, that do, i don't you like do it. way better than me i fucking don't read for shit yeah, but it's even it, it, the thing is just taking in knowledge right so no, it's, yeah. it's, 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 whether it's knowledge about running whether it's knowledge about uh, uh harry potter whatever it is it's just getting knowledge building your vocabulary it's funny, it's funny, understanding it's funny you say that because uh logic was talking about him and how him and kobe Bryant love harry potter look at that boom no but i i get what you're saying um to to be honest uh it's like i don't know how many how many people download your your podcast in, in, in a in an episode like not a lot yeah i probably get like maybe, i probably get like maybe like 10 i get like 15 yeah. 14 yeah it's not a lot but it and i, and I say that i sit on my on my on my on my podcast a lot I, I don't give a shit how many downloads i get i can have thirty thousand downloads doesn't mean everybody heard it no but no. And, i get but i guarantee you one person in there heard it and that shit changed their fucking that's all that matters too and I, and my the supporters i have like the ones that do come on and listen to it every day week in and week out and the ones that give me feedback and support like you guys like first of all let's get one thing clear i do this shit for me yeah i do this shit as an outlet for me yeah i don't do this shit for like i i do it so that you guys can get an insight into how i think and just just overall like my daily uh just what i go through you know yeah, i try maybe, to put it all maybe, out maybe there maybe somebody's maybe somebody's maybe somebody's going through the same thing maybe just as worse exactly and, and, and if i could if i could be a friend like over this if this is how we have to communicate or this is how you guys the ones that are shy and don't really want to come out and send me a message or whatever it is if this is how you want to communicate between me and me then yeah, so be it yeah dude that's because like the mental health like everybody's mental health nowadays i don't know what's going on they're, but like they're really fragile they're really fragile yeah. i don't know if there's just there's this guy that i saw right he was on he had this i think i forgot what it was in youtube it's like this um uh, inspirational corner or something like that i think that's the page what it's called but this guy literally comes out there and he says for some reason we were like the the participation trophy things where everybody's so sensitive and the fact where you have to get a participation trophy like there's no winners oh, there's yeah, no first dude. second third place like a lot, of, a lot of people a lot of comedians make fun of shit like that well it's it's the truth if you think about it how am i gonna go out there train my fucking ass off and then hey thanks becky, for coming well i don't want to say becky i don't want to say like that but tony get the fucking the same trophy i get and i fucking worked a full year going ten thousand times harder exactly and then all yeah. of a sudden we all get a participation trophy fuck that because everybody's entitled to, everybody feels entitled to something well they're not but, they're it, not. but it's but it's not even that i mean because and i and when i talk about mental health i mean like bro people nowadays and not not to talk down on depression but everybody nowadays is so fucking depressed it's the truth and to be honest it's more it's one of those things where it's like bro what the fuck do you really have to be depressed about 
And don't get me wrong, some people do have a for for them, some people have a reason. A lot but, of people have a reason. Yeah, and, and and I and I understand that. I mean, bro, I'm, well, I'm gonna sit here and say I haven't been depressed. Of course, oh, I have. Over man. certain stupid, all over over stupid depression. things, I've I've been depressed. Yep. But then then I step back and I'm like, whoa. But there's probably somebody who's fucking, you know, bro, like their family members battling cancer. I think that's the that. growth right there, though. And you said it. The growth is that you can look back to it and be like, oh shit, like why was I really depressed about it? Being that there's probably somebody right now who their mother just died yesterday and imagine what they're going through and i'm here complaining because i've uh, because my cable went out i didn't get a promotion because yeah well if i was single because that's i didn't get some girl's number yeah exactly or you know like you know people and and i get it some people just are in a depressed mind state you know it happens it's it's just a chemical imbalance i do believe in shit like that you know but you know it's it's just it's just weird how people not like a lot of people are starting to come and you know actually no i don't think it's weird i think it's i think it's a good thing that people are coming out seeing that they are depressed however i think people there's are, a big majority that are just doing it for attention as well but you see but that and they but, might be depressed but, in doing that okay, but here's the thing though do you it, it, but it, maybe they're depressed and it may look like it's something not serious but then it might be serious might be serious that's what I, it's, the, it's the boy who cries wolf they mask it and all that attention seeking that it's really hard to tell and they're never really quite honest with you so they'll portray happy-go-lucky and then they'll be like oh but i'm sad today and then when you try to ask them about it they're like oh no it's just an, uh, it's nonchalant it's okay you don't have to worry about it and you know like that's what it's masking it it's putting the filter on top of it and that's why i think but, a lot but, of people go about their days depressed I mean, yeah, I mean, but people also have to, like, if people aren't speaking up, you know, then it kind of makes you think, like, what are your, like, are your friends really your friends then? Do they really? But you know what I always think about in moments like that? Their upbringing. Like, did your parents ask how you felt? For real. Like, I I feel like. I see you in the corner of my eye twisting the. (laughs) Trying to find the the fucking sweet spot. (laughs) Yeah, man. But, like, it's, it's like did your parents talk to you ever ask you how you were doing when you told them hey i like this thing where they're just like okay or did they not show up to any of your field trips to any of your sport events did they not participate in, in like that's what i mean like and that and, and then a lot of kids will take that into adulthood and it'll affect their relationships it'll affect their mental state and it'll affect their everyday like overall everyday lives oh son of a bitch thank god it's just water yeah but land on my power cord oh shit now nah, it'll dry up putting in arroz Thank God it, no, thank God my fucking carpet. Right, give me a second. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. So, yeah, guys. It is what it is. Alrighty, man. That was a good talk, man. Yeah. Good talk, good I, talk. Trust me, I can, I can go on for days with shit about, like, not even just health, but, like, a lot of things in general, man. Like, I think it's, I think it's the worst thing because, like, some people are like, oh, man, you should have a degree by now. You're so smart. And you're like... I need, I, and like, I need a degree to, to show you that I'm smart. I just showed you that I'm smart. What the yeah, fuck? Yeah, it makes no sense. A- if I'm making sense, like if I'm, um, like if you can, <laughs> that makes no sense. I don't, I, I don't really take too much or I don't, I take whatever they say with a grain of salt, to be honest with you. Because when people are telling me, oh, you should have a degree and you need to be a sound engineer or, or an audio engineer in order to really edit your podcast or actually manage your podcast, I say, go fuck yourself. I got Google nowadays. No, it's not even that, but fucking. I Google my shit. A lot of people you're not gonna be, tell me where i have to be in my life a lot of people tell me like oh why don't you why don't you do another why don't you coach anymore why don't you do another gym i'm like nah i'm good you don't know what the business life you don't know what the business life is like until you have a business yeah that's very true didn't you have a business at one point uh i had a few of them actually i just jumped into my newest venture now but um it's working out yeah i had a, a taco shop the restaurant and then i had the tie-dye uh screen printing shop and then uh now what, I mean, I had, what do you mean taco shop the restaurant i had the restaurant on the beach oh you said taco shop but i'm thinking the one on 49th street no, it's a, it was called Frog's Taco Cantina on South oh. Beach. 
Well, you know how running a business is. This shit's fucking. Yeah, it's, it's just the you you work more than you work more than anything. You, but I, I I I'm addicted to that shit. I'm addicted. Like you know, I have a I have a normal, good paying nine to five job now, and and you know they they take care of me. But I am a, like I would in a heartbeat I would work fucking like you've heard it. Gary V's everywhere and all these motherfucking people. I would rather work a hundred hours a week for myself than work fucking forty hours for somebody else. Uh, I I I I I can fully understand and respect that. But I'm not gonna. I have a really tiny car and I can't live in my car and run and I won't be comfortable. Trust me. So I'm building to a point where I can actually just sustain this and literally go head over, like literally jump, dive, engulf myself in running. Now, one of my, one of my main things is like eventually to like me and my wife like have a house with a garage and start from the garage and then move Smart. to something different. Smart. You know, yeah. um, or we're not just stay in the fucking garage and keep, just keep it you know, between me and my or, neighbors. Or you run a warehouse for the same price you're having now. The upstairs, you make it a living area. And the downstairs, you make it your gym. Oh, I'm not doing that. And that fucking works the same way. No, I'm not doing you know? that. My, my uncle lived in my gym for a bit. and Did he have a full apartment upstairs, though? Because there's some places that have, I mean, a full apartment. Oh, no, there's there, there are like definitely ki- warehouses. That living here, like, living yeah. space, like ro- two rooms, kitchen. Oh, yeah. oh, my dad, before we did cross it, my dad went out. Bro, when my parents were divorced. Well, what, they still divorced. When my parents were going through divorce. When they separated, yeah. My dad was living in the warehouse and he was teaching martial arts. In. Oh, yeah, look at that. And he had he, he had a room upstairs and then one of the other instructors had his own room and then the guy who owned the place had another room. There you go. And they were all fucking teaching. Now, imagine arts. if that was just one space. You can get a rent house. You can get a massive rent house for twenty for fucking let's say twenty five hundred dollars a month or something. Yeah, in like fucking Miami, like, in Tennessee, guy. No, in Miami. Yeah, I'm not trying to. Study this <laughs> Miami. I feel Fuck you. Miami. I feel you. I don't mind Miami. It's just well, you know, twenty five hundred dollars up north will take you a lot further than it will here in Miami I, that's, that's, that's or, or in bro, South Florida. Bro, come on, man. Growing up in Miami, you, you should know that as well. Not Denver. Denver's expensive. No, it's no, getting really no, but I'm saying, but like living, living in Miami, bro. Like, yeah, it's pricey. It's like it's getting crazy. It's getting out of fucking out of hand, way out of hand. Like literally, one of the buildings that I work at, motherfucker, um, a like it's like seven hundred twenty-five square feet, and they're paying twenty-two hundred dollars for a one-bedroom. This shit is so tiny. But the reason that they rent it is because it's in Brickell and it's in location and it it's has location, a, location, location. Fuck bro. that. Fuck location. Convenience, convenience, convenience. But things down here in Key West is like, what? But you got you got houses here going for six hundred thousand dollars the thing is that you can't even you can't, and they're 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 like two bedroom one bathrooms yeah but they're sitting on like five thousand dollars with the land but then also you have to look at bro your your flood insurance your hurricane insurance your wind insurance or the two roof, different huh? thing, bro everything's just fucking ridiculous the roof. i wish i knew that shit when i was a kid yeah well and over here even if you look airbnbs around here they're fucking crazy expensive like minimum you're not paying less than 300 bucks for any airbnb around this area oh i mean most of the time i mean like like i told you earlier i mean if i would have if i was staying here and if i was staying here for my for over over the weekend for my birthday i yo fucking chill in my crib bro yeah thanks man I like i like I, well, i've had friends come down here and it's just like yeah, yeah. oh you're gonna be you're gonna be in key west i just talked over no, my but wife I, I, I planned on roughing yeah. it from the beginning nice little campsite got an air mattress in there got a cooler filled with beers so i'm fucking ready to go full of beers full of beers but remember that one i Remember that one time, uh, what was it, like your 15th birthday party? Yo. Your mom, your mom, was it your mom or oh someone? Oh, my God. Ooh, someone got us a keg. So my sister got us a keg, and then she got a bottle of Flo de Caña, and then she got beers on top of that. Bro, that Flo de Caña. Yo. Oh, my God. Yo, I haven't had that. I haven't had that since you guys, since, like, you guys. You remember that one that? time you threw the fuck up? Oh, yeah. I think we took, like, I think it was, like, two or three shots, and immediately you went to the bathroom and just threw that shit up. Oh, I just threw it up. Yeah. Like, directly. Oh, you know what? Because you, you did a highball, and that's. Um, flow de caña, water, another shot of flow de caña, oh, and then swallow yeah. the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was that. Uh, <laughs> bad. That was bad. Uh. We got a lot of stories going back, man. 
Oh, dude. Got um, a lot of stories. You remember we used to do that catapult shit? Where you put the big plank of wood? Oh, yeah. You remember when I got that nail stuck in my thing? Oh, dude. That's because, <laughs> that's because fucking... Eileen's <laughs> dad always brought a shit from, like, the... From, um... From the, from the dumpster because he worked for for waste management yeah and he always bring us buy, those planks those like two by fours that we used yeah, to launch yo we used to get high up there bro oh, we used fuck. to launch the the shit out of each other right, just so everybody can understand <laughs> the amount of boredness we had when we were kids and the amount of dumb shit we did we did this thing called jackass oh my god where we would ride our scooters as fast as we can into like a, a curb the curb <laughs> and then just bust fly our ass. yeah bust our ass. into a pile of rocks yeah and then my sister would grade us <laughs> and then yeah remember the van oh that van was the shit man that was a fucking no ac so when when it was hot it was hot but when it was cold it was hot i feel, I feel like i feel like if you turned on a black light in there oh that, that was nasty you can't do that it'd probably like you kidding me you can't do that probably, in there. like shine like to space yeah it looked like it had a full coat of paint of like white paint um no just like uh glow-in-the-dark paint but it was such like a, a full coat. such a chill spot there. It was chilling as hell, man. That yeah, was a spot. Do you guys still have the Bronco? Uh, no, no, we don't have that Bronco anymore. We, I don't think. I think when we left Mango Hill, we uh, we got rid of that Bronco. Really? Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. You guys had that shit for years. Yeah, it was just sitting in the front. I think it was my uncle's. Oh yeah, it was. Estenios. Estenios. Yeah, I think it was my uncle's. And then he got the Jeep, and then he sold that Bronco. Remember, he got the Red Wrangler. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he did. Yeah. With that red wrangler have yeah. you seen or spoken to anybody from on the hill um besides you now uh. um christian uh christopher longo oh yeah he's yeah I spoke to him i don't think he lives anymore he still lives there oh he does in okay. that in that same house okay yeah and um uh i think that's about it Eileen, i saw her on a bus one time yeah i see i i've seen Eileen every once in a while yeah. when she goes to demaris's house demaris not demaris's parents still live there oh they still oh, and not uh, Demar- demaris it's not <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking demaris I got, I got is she good she had yeah, two she, kids right she has two kids that yeah. brazilian dude you know no. they're still together remember she met some brazilian dude at work or something i, I had a baby rem- i mean i don't remember um to be honest um one of um he she's now with another dude um his name is pedro guy's fucking cool as shit dude. yeah nice. yeah he's cool as shit they live in elin's house now oh right next door that's right that's yeah. right i remember last time i saw you at your house right next I, door um anytime i go by you know you, you know they are but they treat you like family yeah you know nice. um She's always asking if I've spoken to like certain people. I, I know for a fact she's asking if I've, if I've spoken to you. Nice. Yeah. No, they're they're good people, man. Of course. Yeah. Um, Victor doesn't live there anymore. Nah. Right. Victor His dad still lives there though. Nice. Sorry, I had I had to let it go. Nice. There's Sorry, a fro- guys. There's I'm a just... frog in here somewhere in this house, and we're finding it. We're, we've been finding it for an <laughs> Sorry, hour guys, now. So. I, I broke wind. <laughs> um. <laughs> um. I haven't spoken to Victor in a long time. He started a band. Do you know that? Did he? Yeah, he got really heavy into band, like oh. gigging around and shit. Yeah, remember, I, I you remember, uh, remember our eyeliner days? Oh my god! Our hot topic pants. We would go to the culture room, culture club. I think it was culture club. No, culture club. Okay, culture it's room. Culture room, because culture, culture club, club is the band. Is the band? Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. That's what that is. <laughs> what is it? What was that song? Uh, Bacalao. Oh my god! Bete <laughs> <laughs> Bacalao. <laughs> I can't remember what that was, what song that was. That was crazy. That was a good song though. I haven't I haven't seen I there I spoke to last time I spoke to Marianne Moose. Moose. And last time I spoke to Moose, um I was still living in Hialeah. That's when they were living on what was it, Fourth Ave? I think it was East Fourth. Remember where we saw each other that well, one we time? We saw each other yeah. that one time. Yeah. That's the last time that's the last time I saw them and, and Joe and, and Yeah, I haven't Eileen. I haven't seen them after that. 
but like obviously on i see on social media and stuff. on social media all the time yeah. bro he's she's always, good now he, she's working out and stuff. he's always posting like stuff when we were like kids yeah always man. like the one with the tr- like the pyramid i don't know if you were in that one or not which pyramid it was like me oh standing like uh, no i wasn't I in that one okay yeah it was me it was me marianne i think Aline was there janine and janine and i forgot who else I know. Jean, I think Janine's still living in in, in Mango Hill. She's still I, living in Mango Hill. I saw um, her. She's, she's she's doing good. Janai has a whole family. I think she's. I don't know if she was because I knew at one time she was like the regional manager for Taco Bell or some shit like that. I don't know if she's. Like but that was. Now. But but that's when we were like kids. So I'm sure she's doing something different. Probably. But nah, man. I mean, I I've I haven't seen I haven't seen Janai personally, but I've seen Janine. I spoke with her like we like. Hey, how's everything going? I hung out with her a good. few times. I know her her mom. Last time I saw her was a while back ago. She, you know, broke. still there, right? Yeah, she still is. I saw her. She was. Yeah. She, I mean, so far everybody's doing pretty good. I haven't. At least I hope so. I mean, I hope. I hope everybody who's hearing this, you know, Janai, Janine, everybody. You I know, hope they're all I doing well. Hope all you people are doing well. Yeah, much love, much love, peace, love, positivity. You know, you're not gonna hear. Always. You're not gonna hear any shit talking about you guys. It's not what we do. It's not what Unless we're you want for. to, I'll do a whole episode of shit talking. <laughs> <Just> let me know. <laughs> no man. Well, you guys are more than welcome to come on the podcast as well. Reminisce about memory lane shit. So, yeah, remember that'd be um, great. But we've sk- how many? How many? How much shit have you skateboarded? Um, recently? No, in general, like. Oh, you mean like the, the whole we skate everything, everything? Bro, right? was that was time? our that was our life from like, at least for me, from like, like fifth grade to like ninth grade. That was my life. That was like six years of skating. Yeah, that was tough. Yeah, I haven't skateboarded in a long ass time. I, I don't want to risk my ankles. I can get on a board and like still do like all my big spins. I can still switch tray, no problem. I'm just not. I'm not gonna get on. See, I'm not gonna get on and try and do a tray flip. I'm too heavy for that. I feel you. I think I recorded myself one time like skateboarding the other day. Like it's not still in Miami. Excuse me. It's not still in Miami. I I forgot what I was doing. I fell down. I looked like a fucking giant rock. Just. If you guys go back on my Instagram, you'll find the video of me uh, uh, falling and getting back up and doing a switch tray. And I fell like a flop of potatoes. Mind you, a switch tray, I'm in goofy stance. I fell as if I was in regular stance. So imagine what type of fall I had where I had to fall on the uh, completely yeah. opposite side of my body. Um, yeah. I remember like skating Bank of America. Oh my God, I remember. I, I remember I remember that whole thing, man. I remember everything, everything. Skating uh, the entire 49th Street. I remember um, skating with Uni, with Nick. Uh, bro i saw your uni swole he's swole he's beast swole swole ozzy swole have you seen ozzy yeah i saw ozzy too he's yeah swole he's swole as fuck too man yeah dude these guys are swole as fuck yeah they're all caught well ozzy was in the army and all that so i think yeah. working out just became like second nature to him so he yeah, just dude, kept working out I fucking i uh i think it was like before i left to here i forgot what it was i can't remember but like yeah it was me it was me it was me nick and and ozzy dude ozzy was pretty fucking swole but you need fucking you need swole too man jack to shit diesel have you have you spoken have you heard anything from mitchell um no no I, last time i spoke to mitchell was probably a few years ago but i was i haven't spoken to him probably like two three years i think hmm. around there i haven't seen him i haven't seen i haven't seen uh people like daryl daryl oh daryl you know i found him on instagram not too long ago how's he doing i have no idea but I found him on Instagram not too long ago. And I just saw him. And I guess he's still there. I guess he's good. That's good to hear. Um, I saw Ivan not too long ago too. Tall Ivan. Corky Ivan? Yeah, tall Ivan. Yo, dude. What Super happened? flacco now. Flacco? Super skinny. How's he doing? He's good, I guess. Yeah, I remember when I met him. He's, he had he's, like, he's doing good? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's doing good. That's always good, man. I mean. Yeah. 
you always hope nothing but the best for everybody. I no, of course. Seen, I haven't seen any of these people in like for fucking years. It's dude. been forever. It's been forever, dude. And I keep to myself most of the time. So for me to like, I, I, don't get me wrong. I, I, I love going out and meeting new people. That's something I, yeah. I strive on. But like, okay. I don't know. Nah, you, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, you always hope that these people that you grew up with and you don't hang out with anymore, like you, you just hope they're doing good. And then if any of you people would tend to hear this, just know. Yeah, I hope. I hope. I always wish good things on everybody. Good, you know? Exactly. I haven't seen you guys in forever. Hope y'all doing well. Likewise, likewise. So uh, I think we're wrapping this up now, man. Yeah. About to wrap it up, uh, yeah. Uh, it's uh, been a good episode, man. It's been a good fucking hour. It's been a good hour. Nice having you here. Oh, of course, dude. Nice any, for any, participating. Any, any, anytime, my damn, your hands are sweaty. Always hyperhidrosis, remember? Damn, dude, both of you and Nick. Yeah, man. Hyperhydrosis. Hyperhydrosis. I got the out of my armpits. <laughs> At least I'm not shaking hands with your armpits. Huh? <laughs> At least I'm not. <laughs> well guys this has been the joint episode of the runner under the influence and the tub of wubs podcast uh i am your co-host for today franklin presbaugh and oh uh daniel Suarez, sorry yeah. <laughs> and uh yeah guys love you uh thank you for listening i want to thank all the supporters this podcast is brought to you by uh cgbg that is the coral gables beer garden located at 3693 northwest 22nd terrace miami florida 33145 where they have uh, a large selection of craft beers great music and a good overall atmosphere and if you're passing by guys please let them know i sent you you'd be doing me a favor this is in the in the gables area yeah coral gables is on 37th and coralway basically oh, i might check that out tomorrow nice nice so uh yeah guys and uh yeah, so fucking peace and uh, see you guys later.